some creativity. creativity for the society. The Process Podcast. the process podcast episode 96 today zach watson yes sir history was made we now have a new president of the united states and i'm very happy very content <clears throat> on to the next thing with life yeah it's like all right it happened it's great move along yeah i'm gonna try i don't want to talk about that because i i get i don't know u.s politics yeah, yeah absolutely i not. i oh, i just hate talking about it i just hate everything and everyone about about u.s politics specifically yeah yeah it's like i don't don't know i just don't see it as like everyone's celebrating and it's like i don't see it's going to really change that much but (laughs) no i think the only thing that's going to be different is they're like not ultimately not much is going to change i feel like politicians always say oh we're going to do this we're going to do that nothing really changes it's just how audacious that individual is that's like the face of politics for the next four years. Yeah, I just and I don't know. I just ever see like I don't like Trump. I don't like Biden. I don't like no. any of them. It, what, to me, it's not like you're picking. Didn't seem like it was picking the best option. It was picking the least worst option. Yeah, completely. <laughs> I am glad that Kamala Harris is in power, though. I genuinely think she could be the first female prime minister. But I've decided I genuinely President. don't also. Yeah, predecessor. I'm going to call it. I think it's going to happen. There's not kind of a conspiracy oh, thing right now that the whole plan was to get him in and then they're going to deem him like unfit or something because he's a fucking loose bag of nuts. Because <laughs> he's actually <laughs> yeah, like, a... he's, he does, his brain is completely just soft, I think, at this point. Like, he's just, I think not, so. He's like a puppet. He looks like when he's talking, he he's like really struggling. <laughs> and then they're just going to like, he's, she's going to walk he's in. He's Camilla's and, puppet, ultimately. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then she's just going to come in and become. I honestly I could see that happening if that's the case though I'm genuinely okay with that like I I don't know enough about just to wrap him up I don't know enough about Biden to have an opinion on him but in the little bit that I do know of Kamala Harris I would be very proud as a Canadian to have her as the first female president of the United States and I don't even live in that country I'm not a I'm not a citizen there but I would be very happy just for the world in general to have that happen and also just so that she can just erase the absolute horrendousness of the last four years yeah i guess so hopefully hopefully i just feel yeah. like is that a bit like i'd be careful because i don't actually mean to be too much of an asshole but like yeah there is a fair amount of american listeners that listen but, um, to the show zach but it's one of those things like ow i guess becoming president is a very big honor but uh like to become president. But have you ever started the podcast? That's be, pretty cool. To too. become president when like you didn't really run for it, you kind of just got given it. Like, isn't that kind of like a hollow win? I don't know. Personally, for, that for, would get to my head. For who? For who? Who do you mean? For Harris, if she becomes. I'm the type of person if... you know when you're watching F1, right? Yeah. And I mm-hmm. see like like the one of the the last race. Um, was it was it Dubai or was it um. Abu Dhabi? Uh, yeah, was it, was it Abu Dhabi or is it like Saudi or Arabia the, or something like that? Oh, no, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, so, yeah. And um, don't even get me started on Saudi Arabia. And you had. Uh, I'll get heated. 
obviously um what's his name Perez won which was pretty sick but you had like the other two second and third place and I think third was Stroll and the second was fuck what was it now I don't remember but it was like they're all celebrating it's like their first podium but it was like mm-hmm. one of those things where I don't want to be an asshole but the only reason why they're on the podium is because every other good team like fucked up in some way or had puncture or crashed oh, really? or had in- right. engine. that was the only reason if they if no if all the good teams didn't have issues like that they wouldn't be on the podium yeah. and like that's just racing things happen but like i don't know i'm just type person where that would bother me i don't know if it's because my ego or something but i wouldn't want to be like i only want i wouldn't want someone to be able to say to me you only won because I had bad luck. No, I want to win because I kicked yeah, your ass. Because because you <laughs> kicked someone's ass. exactly. So it's like imagine imagine you're imagine you're um an Olympic athlete, right? Say you come fourth in your event. No, or I I, I won because Usain Bolt tripped or something. It's either like, you won because Usain Bolt tripped, or you got second next to Usain Bolt, and then eight years later it comes out that Usain doped. Yeah, and, and, and he, has been removed, and then you he loses his gold, and you get upgraded. And that's where, like, I don't want to be an asshole because, like, either way, like, getting it is a huge achievement, and I don't want to take anything from that. But like, if for me personally, if that happened, I right. that would drive me insane. I don't know if that's my ego or it's totally your ego. It just and there's nothing wrong with that. Right? I want to be able to. Um, ultimately, like you're winning fairly. Yeah, actually, it's kind of this could be a good transition into similar thing we were talking to Seb about, right? Mm -hmm. About like not taking control and being okay with letting other people be part of it. Because, like, for me, some like I feel like for me, I'm I'm very good with the team. I love working with the team. For when I'm doing something on my own, I think I like to be like the reason why that did well or something. Yeah. Mm hmm. It is no, tough. Like, I, it doesn't mean I, I don't like that. asking for help or like, I'm totally okay with that. And I like help and I like getting other opinions, but there's something about that. Like, I want to know that like I kicked ass and that's why I did well yeah. kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe just. I get, I get that mentality though. Like I think about that, not to bring up the daily talk show again, but to bring up the daily talk show again, I never attribute their success with the logo that I created. It's, they're not a popular media outlet because I designed a good logo for them. Right. It helped, but it did not cause that success. But I get caught up in my own thinking of thinking, oh, people all around, people all around Australia and people in Canada, people in Europe, people in South Africa, people in America, Canada are wearing garments and have stickers and have these things. that have something that I designed on it. That's cool. But ultimately they're not there for the design. They're there to identify with the thing that they enjoy, which happens to be that podcast. And part of me wants to believe that they have those things because, Oh, that's a nice logo, which ultimately is just not the case. The logo is the identifier, but it's, uh, definitely plays a big part though. Like, oh yeah, because it's a, my my ego wants that to be the case, but I, I yeah. kind of know that that's not really true at all. Well, maybe like, yeah, a it's not bit. like it's not like it's the reason for their success. Ultimately, it's but, the novelty of me going there, doing the thing, and then coming back, and like that 
that character of 3D Dill between May and August of 2019. That's the ideal that everyone gets attached to. When realistically, I'm like, I'll just eat smoothies and go to work and then do this. Yeah. It's kind but of, also, kind I of mean, just me in a nutshell. Yeah. Not like maybe didn't play a big part. It wasn't, not that I didn't play, but it wasn't the reason for success, but like it definitely yeah. is a big part of the brand. It is. Right? It is. I would see that's, that's like a, that's like a tough thing. Um, maybe it's because like, or at least I haven't really experienced it yet, but like it'd be interesting, um, you know, to talk to like a, like we were talking about the other day of getting the, the guys, um, from orbit key orbit key and talking about that stuff and i'd be cool to talk to actually it would have been good to ask like maybe Catherine or something but mm -hmm. uh you know like seeing your own work yeah or seeing seeing a product on your on, on the shelf and you're like hey i designed that or seeing someone buy it or see someone um wearing a shirt that you designed mm -hmm. like yeah it must be like awesome but like a little bit is going to your ego and i think that's fine it's just like it's a fine line of uh you know not letting that get to your head too much i guess yeah like i remember one time i was walking this is when i was in australia i was walking down the street and i saw a daily talk show sticker on a street post and i know for a fact that i hadn't put it there and mm. this was in a part of town where i know josh wouldn't go and tommy doesn't live so the only other people that can do it is someone who listens to the show and intentionally puts the sticker there. That's the story that I tell myself, which is probably true. That's cool. But even then, to see like that little thing out in the wild, like in the real world, it's like, that's cool. And then your ego goes, yeah, I designed that. And then you almost want to go to people that are around you and say, like, see that thing on the, <laughs> on the lamppost there? Like, that's I made that. Isn't that pretty cool? And then they're like, you all right, kid. Like, yeah. step off. I'm like, but, but, but I made a cool thing. You yeah. should like it. Must be weird it's to just, get used to, I guess. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of look at it like it's a supporting factor. The visual is a supporting factor, but ultimately people connect with the people behind it. And like people know that I was the one that designed the original one. And then I was the one that helped design the logo for the rebrand and then indicate the color scheme that they've gone forward with but like i've i've played a very small part in a very big machine and that's kind of what i just try and keep reminding myself of so that i don't get too hyped up and relate that as like my only success it's like the guy who won it's like the guy who wins one race in his entire life and all he ever talks about is that one race even though now he's 40 years retired and has a monster beer gut and is completely unathletic and could never recreate that because he, he lives specifically in that one moment of success and never goes past that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be that person. I want to be the guy who just continues to do cool things. Yeah. Me too. But it's also Ideally. hard to escape that, that point of thing because it's, it's so identifiable and it's, it's just easy to bring up by default. It's like, oh yeah, like what have you done? It's like, well, I designed this this logo for this very successful thing. Yeah. It's like thousands of people listen to it on a daily basis. And then they're like, oh, so is that because of what you did? And it was like, well, not really. I just helped. I was part of it. You know? I think it's, it's part of it. Proud to say you're a part of it. I I I it must be something, I guess, just uh because I guess we're both kind of new. 
like very early on with that experience. I'm sure you just get used yeah. to it. Like, I uh, think so. you know, if we had the process merch or something and we saw someone wearing it and it's like someone that like wasn't a friend or family member or someone random that just bought it. And it's yeah. like, hey, that's so cool. And like the first, you know, and then after a while, like, you just be like, you know, what? that's really cool. But like, it doesn't give you that whole, oh my God, we're gods type thing. Oh my God, we're gods. That doesn't really make sense. But, you know, it's not the big ego boost. I think it'd just be yeah. cool. That was like um one of the skill, uh, Skillshare classes I've been watching on, um, I forgot the guy's name, but uh, he's like the founder of, of Staple clothing brand in uh, mm-hmm. new york and um staple pigeon the famous logo is like the little pigeon and uh we're not even okay. a logo but just like a shirt design and he's like he has a few classes on skillshare talking about it and um he's talking about like obviously like making your own uh shirts like you know screen printing and stuff and he was saying that like mm-hmm. there's something uh rewarding about like you know sourcing the the blank tees and then getting your your screens made and you know you sitting there spending hours screen printing these shirts and then you sell them and then you walk past someone on the street who isn't a friend or a family member you have no idea who they are but they're wearing that shirt and you're like okay that's pretty yeah cool. I'm, I'm hooked like this is this is what this is this is cool you know it's that really gotta be an addicting feeling cool feeling that's what he said he's like well, once you see that once like you're you're hooked you're you're doing that forever like that is the feeling of like that's the thing of someone random who you don't know obviously friends mm-hmm. or family that's like the obvious thing right like that's the reason why we didn't you know first 50 episodes or first 49 we didn't tell anyone yeah because it was like we just kept it secret it would have been it, it would have been easy to ask friends and family like can you just listen to this so we can get some views yeah or some listens or whatever it's ultimately it's not that it means nothing but it's it's manufactured success in a way yeah you're asking but like, it's not it's, success it's all on favors and eventually the, those run out right so yeah um and then when you have other people they have no idea who you never met before they watch it's like yeah, okay yeah it's pretty like cool. the the day that we got a message from leo in italy or milan is Milan in Italy? Yeah. Milan is in Italy yeah. for sure. <laughs> Definitely. The day we got that message from him, he was like, yeah, I'm an industrial design student and from Milan, Italy. I'm like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> where did you come from? How did you find this? Like where, where in the trajectory of the world did you come across what we do mm-hmm. and just happen to listen and happen to be continued to be entertaining? And he's stuck with it. He's offered, he's continued to offer us some great audio advice, which we always appreciate and we always need. Yeah. So, but like, that's, that's a good example of just people that you've never met before, people that you've never interacted with and never had the chance to like touch emotionally or socially, not in a creepy way. They just appear and resonate with something that you're doing. That's a cool thing. Really, that's really, a really cool, cool thing. Cool thing. Yeah, really cool thing. And that's why that's why we keep coming back day after day, you know. Mm-hmm. This this is the type of thing that could very easily have fallen by the wayside, and we just got bored of it or forgot to make time for it. It's super easy to happen. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked it hasn't happened. But I think why it hasn't happened is because we have this this long term goal of it. Like who knows how long 
that long-term goal stretches, like how many years into the future that goes. But the ideas that we have, it's like I'm sure the ideas that both of us have around this thing would, if we stopped today, those ideas would just fester and we'd get so restless and just so like, so stressed out over not doing anything. We'd be like, no, we got to, we got to go back and yeah. then we'll figure it out. Well, we also haven't, here. we also haven't got bored because it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like, oh my God, we're, we're at 96 and there's still do more, more uh, to go. It's, it's, it's instead it's like, wait, what number on 96? Are you sure that <laughs> what? Are you sure we're on I, I thought, I thought like, we're on 71. Like, it's yeah. you know it's it's crazy it is it, it blows my mind like how fast everything is uh, how fast everything has moved mm-hmm. like for perspective sean's episode was 46 episodes ago we had sean wow. on 46 episodes ago wow. that's mind-blowing campbell was on 69 that's like less than 46 episodes ago <laughs> good math i like that it's well it definitely is less than less than 46 27 27 up 27 episodes ago wow. put that into your brain it doesn't feel like, like that it barely makes sense reese was reese was 13 14 episodes ago 89 no he's 89 seven episodes ago what am i talking about it's just it it is it is it is kind of mind-boggling mm-hmm. just how this thing has evolved you know yeah it really is i love it I really love it. Love it. I think it's the coolest thing. And speaking of speaking of evolving, this is a very spontaneous thing. I have one thing that I want to talk about today, but this has literally just showed up in um, my LinkedIn, and it's a message from where did he go? Where did he go? Where did he go? Um, oh, for fuck's sake, can't even use this goddamn thing. Uh, oh, do you remember Kenny Nguyen, who graduated two years ahead of us? Yeah. He's good friends with Ian Buckley? I think so. He's, uh, he's on a video on LinkedIn for Design TO, which is interesting. Have cool. to uh, see what's going on there. Maybe we get him on the show in the, in the future. Mm. But no, this is... Where do I find my note? Okay, here it is. Sandro... Zocolo finally or not finally Sandra Zocolo commented on a post that I had also posted two months ago so I'm not sure what took him so long to get around here but he goes this is commenting on the no substitute for practice snippet that I posted on my LinkedIn with Sean so I'm going to reply to Sandro here he said great stuff Dylan exclamation point I'm going to go, thanks, Sandro. This is a live LinkedIn comment writing right now. Thanks, Sandro. Get your ass on. Yeah, get your ass on the Process Podcast. Right now. It has been a super fun experiment pushing my creative boundaries. That sounds intelligent, doesn't it? Um, Would you be interested in coming on for a future episode? see what he says we'd love to have you i wonder if he realized it's a podcast and not just like some thing i'm sure he i'm sure i'm sure he gets it sandra's a smart guy 
All right, there we go. LinkedIn comment posted. Do you want to be the associate dean of interaction design full time at Humber College? I'd love Apparently. to. However, I, I'm not sure if I completely qualify for the experience. Apparently, there's a there's a job posting for it right now. Seems a bit intensive. Do you have a thousand and five years of related work experience? Absolutely not. No, uh, sorry, we won't take anything less than a hundred years experience. It's like what the? F what do you mean? Yeah, sorry, you need to be older than time itself to apply. <laughs> That's what a lot of the jobs seem like. Yeah, honestly, like hey, entry you want, level. You want to get your foot in the door. Experience. You want to get an entry level. You get to learn from our current employees and become a really powerful designer. Must have eighteen years related experience. I'm like man, what? I mean, I've I've been alive for twenty two years. If that counts as experience, like, man, if I have that much experience, I might as well be owning the company I'm applying for. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, what? I might as well do your job for you if that's the case. Man, 18 years, ex 18 years design experience. I'm not going to get paid $20 an hour. Fuck that. No, absolutely not. Forget about it. Just sounds kind of lame, doesn't it? Drives me nuts, man. It's like... Had an idea today of a little, a little project I want to do for my... Just to add another project to my portfolio. Mm -hmm. Had this idea of like a privacy screen. That was on like these like rollerball caster wheels. So it kind of looks like it's floating above the ground a little bit and not like a normal, just a straight caster wheel because it's kind of look ugly. And then having like a some kind of a gradient texture on the divider panel and maybe play around with some translucency. So that may be, oh, I can't say that maybe a weekend project. Because I want to make a video and then paint the thing and do another painting and just, ugh. Got to prioritize shit. I could see a cool privacy wall that was, uh, maybe just exists, but it's like a, if you took, uh, you know, a rectangle, vertical, mm -hmm. like portrait orientation, rounded corners. Very nice. Not huge radiuses. I don't want it to look. Bubbly. I just want it to look soft on the corners. This isn't no bean looking privacy no, wall. No, I just a, I just don't want this sharp is sophisticated. corners. Just a little Understand. bit rounded, right? And it looks it's some type of plastic, but it looks like frosted glass. It's that like mm -hmm. blurred effect. Yep. And then the the edge going around, like that that the uh, the actual like thickness of it, the edge is just like white. Mm -hmm. so it looks like a piece of just giant frosted glass and just goes like all the way to the top all the way to the bottom and at the bottom just is a little white piece of like like an aluminum bracket that just it sits in and just like wheels on that or something or just little feet mm. and just I that's like it that. and then you can like put like stuff that. on the wall like sticky notes or something and it looks nice but also it's like privacy because you can see rough shapes and colors through it but you can't really yeah. tell what's going on it's not super enclosing, but it gives you the sense of exactly. secluded space. It's, it's secluded space, but without being just a solid wall where you feel claustrophobic. It still feels kind of hmm. open. I like that. I may play around with some sketches and design. I want to make it like a two or three week project, something I can do in the evenings after the podcast. Make a little model of it just to add another component to the portfolio as opposed to just uh like just the BRP project and thesis and 
spin master and everything. Cause I heard something the other day, actually on a podcast, cause I'm all about podcasts and it said, make school work for your portfolio, not your portfolio work for school. Mm-hmm. And I thought, shit, that's smart. That's a big brain. That's a big brain realization. I wish I heard that in like oh, yeah, second year. Yeah, I wish I understood that in the first place. Yeah. But I think that goes back to what we were talking about with Catherine of school, like education. It's education is for you, not for anybody else, not for your professors. Like you're there to learn to better yourself. But then again, the whole grade thing does. It's very easy to trip up on that. Yeah, it's like it's not for... Like, I don't know. I just, I just see it's like, you know, it's for you. It's not for a 92. Yeah. You know, it's like, again, some people I'm sure could be listening and be like, well, I'm in a a physics program or a business program and to get the job I want, it's so super competitive. So I got to have a minimum 95 or else I can't even get, well, maybe. Yeah. There's exceptions. Sure. But like, that's fine. But that's not designed. But like, why are you going to really, are you paying 50 grand for a 95? Like, what's the point of having a 95 mm. if you didn't really learn yeah. much? You just memorize stuff so you can get a 95? Like, yeah, that's kind of how it ends what, up feeling. What's, what's the point? Like, sure, it looks good. You can be like, oh, I had 95 in fucking calculus. Cool. Cool story. Cool. But like, Great. what can you actually do in life? Like, what, what do you actually yeah. do? Like, what do you, do you make stuff? Do you, like, what do, yeah, you, do? what do you do? Like, what, what, what can do you, you do? do? Like, you know, it's like, I've if you haven't learned anything, it's like, well, that's, that's it's like, great. What's the but... point? I've got a friend who went to Queens. I'm not going to, not going to say their name explicitly. And I do not mean this in a malicious way if they do choose to listen. So if you know who you are, bear that in mind. Get roasted. No. But, <laughs> yeah, get, get roasted. Get flamed. But they went to a program at Queens, some type of an, uh, like an advanced engineering program. Apparently, according to this individual, the the most intensive and difficult engineering program in the country. I don't know what the metrics are to qualify that, mm-hmm. but I certainly believe it because this individual sent me pictures of stuff that they were working on, and I, my mind was, I didn't even know that like mathematical or scientific symbols looked like that. Yeah, it just looked like a, like hieroglyphs. It was just yeah. I'm like, oh, that. So you're learning Egyptian now? Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> and do you know you're taking Egyptian as like a as an elective no that's no, that's just that's math that's physics right that's, that's english i was like oh jesus christ i'm oh, glad no. i'm not you i'm good but this person did school all four years like all four years of university graduated with very good grades and uh i don't think dean's list or whatever that means but graduated with a high enough average that it was extremely respectable this person doesn't have a job this person hasn't gotten a job offer, gotten an interview, paid all this money to go to an accredited university to live there. This is in Kingston. It's not like you can commute to Kingston each day. No. You could. It'd be a real pain, but you could. You wouldn't really sleep much. You're driving six hours a day, basically. Yeah. That sounds terrible. But you spend all that money, spend all that time to get the best grades and yes you land you finish school into a pandemic i was gonna say like i feel you know i didn't have the best grades but i know i can actually 
make cool shit. Like I, when it comes to design, I know, like I don't have experience, yeah. but like, I know the, you know, the technical stuff, like the, the elements and principles and design theory, color theory. Like I know that stuff and I, mm-hmm. I know I can design stuff well. I know the process, but like, again, like I don't have a job, but also like, you know, circumstances, you know, like you said. Yeah. Circumstances, but still, pandemic, there's also still, nothing to say that if there wasn't a pandemic that this person would have a job, you know, they yeah. could very well have finished school and still not, not have gotten a job. Yeah. It's like, at the end of the day, like, what did you learn? Well, that's the you thing, know? right? Like, you know, kind of sounds silly if you say to people, it's like, oh, I spent 50 grand on school to to learn how to solve a problem. Right? And they're like, yeah, it sounds bonkers. That's it? And it's like, well, yeah, but knowing how to solve this problem is like, it's like the end all be all. Like, if I know how to do this, you know, I can. What's the point? I guess the biggest thing I see when people do, you know, when they call themselves designers or do design work when they haven't been to school or, you know, the amount of people I went to high school with or something that you see on Instagram or something and they're like, oh, you know, I'm an artist. You know, I'll do like commissions or I'll do art, like look at my art. It's like, D- it's DM like, me for commissions. It's like, just because you like do paint doesn't mean you're an artist just means you like doing creative things yes and like i'll argue that because that kind of but by calling yourself an artist like you say oh i'm an artist because like i don't follow the traditional education that's not what art is about well like no it's about breaking rules and stuff but like there's also like technical things you must learn like art isn't just going feelings paintbrush paint it's like there's something there's kind of some stuff you kind of need to know you know, there's certain rules, there's certain like perspective, proportion, color theory, color, color theory. Exactly. Like, Huge. It's, you know, it's and that's not just saying looking up palettes online and seeing like, oh, like you don't want to put this shade of green and this shade of blue together. Or if you put this yellow and this white together, you're not going to that's not that's not color theory. Like there's a bit of it, but like there's a bit more that goes into it. Right. Like. There's a bit of formal training you kind of need mm-hmm. to... At the end of the day, like, anyone can put paint on a canvas, right? Yeah, and it's like, you know, just, you're not, you're not an artist. You just, you like doing creative things. That's great. Like, do creative mm-hmm. things. I love, that's, you know, that's why I do it, because I love it. And, like, I want more people to do it, because it's fun, and it's really cool, and the world needs more creativity. But, like, don't go call yourself like an artist or a designer if you when, don't, like... When does someone become an artist, though, in that sense? I feel like when you've actually like learnt those fundamentals, mm-hmm. like because you know with design, like I don't know, maybe maybe I'm just not like an asshole again. I'm like a drink in, or I'm like you know ha- halfway through a you know like um. Or That's I'd, why I would, you're so heated. I would you're say drinking. I would say five eighths the way through a smashed tea right now. Hound. But you're a booze hound. I. And this isn't because I'm an ego, I'm egotistical. I'm a little bit of a bit of an ego. Yeah, obviously I'm a designer. We're gonna take it. you to a twelve step program and get you to stop drinking. Get over it. <laughs> no. Um My name is Zach Watson and I'm an alcoholic. But I'm also I say this because I'm also proud to, you know, be in design and be you part feel of the industry. Over it. I because I, I love it so much, right? Passionate about mm-hmm. it. And it's when people say like if 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 you haven't gone through the formal training and now you start designing things 
unless you're literally the Dieter, the next Dieter Rams, the fucking prodigal son of design or something. Yeah. Unless you're that insane, which you don't really see people like that who haven't been through formal training. Very you know, true. there's no like self-made, like oh, self-taught design. It's like, oh, so you watch some like how to do graphic design 101 YouTube videos and now you're a designer and you're going to charge a hundred bucks an hour. Yeah. No, that's not how this Forget works it. here. Forget about if it. anything, Forget like people do that, I feel like that takes away from like that discredits. It, it takes away the from value of it, it cheapens the value of like the people who actually put in the money and the time and the effort to. Mm, I totally agree. The amount of hours that we spent learning even the little fundamentals, right? Like, yeah, like you remember the brand identity thing that I quoted someone for back in November. Yeah. This individual came to me and was like, I'm looking, looking to get like a logo done and brand identity done. Can you do for, it for like 200 for my photography bucks? business? And I was like, all right, like that's cool. Like, let me ask you a couple of questions so I can get the scope of what we're doing. And I'll put together a quote and then we'll go from there. So, you know, I asked, I asked this individual series of questions, like 10 or 11 questions. And the answers were relatively limited in a way, like, almost dry like it's like when you're talking to someone who you like but they don't like you and you're like trying to get an in with them oh and they're like, that happens way too like, much to me yeah it's unfortunate anyways it's like what did you do today nothing what are you doing now nothing oh, it's like, okay i fair i see how this is how, going. how are you doing good good not even a how are you back no nothing that's kind of how these answers were so i immediately i was like okay this may be a testy testy project and then put the quote together and not pricing myself nearly expensive at all yeah i won't divulge the hourly rate that i charged because that's not important but it was charged for effectively the same amount of work that i had done for this individual's friend over the summer but the job i did for this individual's friend was done for free because i had never done that type of a project before and i also needed experience and I wasn't going to make her pay for something that may turn out looking like total crap, you know? And you got to you got to do stuff for free at some point just to to get your foot in the door and just kick some things open. So I did. But now I'm at a point where I can charge. So I did. And I told her I told this individual, I said, "This is how much it's going to cost. There's items that we can remove if you don't want to be pursuing this at this particular time, but we can always revisit it." But this is what it takes, and it's it's an investment. You know, you're not paying someone money just so that you can get an image. You're getting a brand and an identity that reflects you, and that's a very important thing. And sent the quote to this individual, and this individual wrote back almost instantaneously and was like, "Yeah, sorry, it's a bit too expensive, and I wasn't thinking that it would be that much." And yeah. the final sum, I think it was like $850 and the, it was a eight week scoped project, which if you. Oh, so you price yourself really low on that. Like price myself low, but I also wasn't giving myself many hours a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's another thing. I was spacing it out because I knew that my time commitments were already a bit far stretched with work and everything. And I was doing a lot of videos at that point too for, for Catherine. So I knew I didn't have a lot of bandwidth but I knew that over a period of time I could do it. And that's another thing is if you want it done in a week, you can do it in a week, but it's going to be more expensive. Mm. If we want to do it over a course of eight weeks, two months, 
we can obviously work with that. This individual came back and then I found out through my friend that she had gotten a logo done for someone and paid 60 bucks. And I think has since changed it. I think if anyone's one like doesn't understand, that's like going and get a tattoo and they're like, it's going to be this much. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? I, I don't know about didn't, that. There's going to be this much. And you go and someone's like, oh, I'll do it for 60 bucks. That's the difference. Because <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. what that $60 tattoos version of the tattoo is going to look like. Pretty garbage. Like, there's exceptions, I guess, right? There's like, a, yes. There's people, you know, out there, I'm sure, that are wizards at Illustrator or Photoshop, and they did, you know, teach themselves from YouTube videos and whatever, right? Or an online course or whatever. Like, I'm sure there's people that can make a pretty good-looking logo. Um. Some people just naturally have an eye for it and they didn't go to to school themselves. Yeah. But the one thing, and this is always going to be the difference where most people won't see the difference and will be like, well, why is that logo so much more expensive? Um, But the designers will notice it and the brand, the client, they will notice it in, you know, the long run is that the, one of the things that these online courses and, you tutorials do not teach they take they teach the actual hard skill mm-hmm. they do not teach the problem solving skill they do not teach story or putting how to tell a story through a product through a design they don't teach researching user demographic and no, understanding no. the client and what people don't realize is you can have a good looking logo but a logo that looks good is only like half the battle. It's mm-hmm. it's got to like it's the face of the brand, right? It's got to tell the story of the brand, the goal of the brand, the vibe of the brand. It's got to sell the brand to the demographic of people that you're, you know, the brand is selling to that you have in Needs mind, to mean right? Something. Needs and, to mean something. You know, not saying don't watch YouTube tutorials because I watch them all the time, but that's not because I'm looking up how to make a logo. It's I'm looking yeah. up how to, you know, do this with a clipping mask on Photoshop or how to, you know, very specific tools. I'm not, yeah, you know, and that's, that's where it's like, people won't, oh yeah, but like my friend knows how to do art and he can do a logo design. It looks really good. And you're like, okay. And you see it and it's like, okay, it doesn't look bad. You know, the colors are fine and you know shapes are fine, but the, you know, a lot of times I'll see. And this is how you know that like they weren't formally trained or they actually don't know what they're doing, or maybe they weren't formally trained and not very good because mm-hmm. those people do also exist possible. as well. And, you know, you see stuff where it's like, okay, if I make that small as an icon or a sticker or a badge or something, you're not going to tell what the fuck that says or what it is. Mm-hmm. Automatically right there is like a red flag. Well, they didn't even think about shrinking this scaling, down, which yeah, is a time. huge thing with a logo or okay, well, that's the color of their logo, but the color brand of that color, and if you put the two together, doesn't work. Or it looks terrible. You know, like, or you can see things that are not aligned or, you know, things like that. So, yeah, it, it's, I don't know. It's, I'm sure there's exceptions. I'm sure people are like, well, I know people that are really good at art and can do this and this. They never went to school. They didn't, you know, and people would be like, don't waste your money. 
It's like, you know. Yeah. Don't waste your money. Why would you pay that money? Why don't pay don't pay that money to learn how to problem solve? It's like No. The reason why like I didn't think I was paying for that. But by the end of it I realized, well, that was the biggest thing I learned. So, you know. That is the most powerful thing I learned by far. It doesn't matter how much money I spent on it. This is the reason why I am I can do this, something that not a lot of many people can not a lot of people can do. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a reason I why totally agree. There's a reason why, like, yeah, even though we're starting in the industry, there's a reason why we don't start at minimum wage. Or like unless it's maybe an internship, but even then that's a struggle. Cause it's like, well, mm-hmm. not everyone can do what we do. And it's the same for every industry, right? And I think a lot of people say it's like, well, you know, would you pay would you pay like the cheap surgeon <laughs> or do you, you know, spend a little bit more and, or would you pay for and get a respect? Would you surgeon. pay for, Oh, you know, mechanic to do this or, Oh yeah, no, I know someone who can do that. You know, extreme examples. That's, that's, yes. Yeah. But I see that as the same just our version of it right when i oh i know people they can do logos or i know this 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 girl's really into uh creativity and art and she's really she knows how to like make a website it's like oh okay it's like great but she says she'll do the whole thing for 60 bucks it's like a you're gonna get something real shit Hmm. and or b it's gonna be not bad and that person doing the website is getting ripped off. Like, yeah, you know, easily, you know, it's, I don't know. And that's not a good thing either. Either. It, bleh, bleh, had a little stroke there either, because then that just cheapens the whole market of everything. Right. Yeah. Like in my, t- in my limited time doing paint paintings, excuse me, big hiccups, man, this house is so fucking noisy. It drives me insane. Dude. Yeah. I know. Right. Oh my God. Can't say anything too incriminating on on audio though, because it's on record for life. Yeah. Um, so I have my headphones on twenty four seven, blasting, fucking Sabbath, death metal, Black Sabbath. You're summoning Satan. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into summoning Satan actually. Um, mm. I actually don't remember where I was going. Oh, in my in my times like when I was big into painting and would do it on a weekly basis, I've definitely pulled back on that recently. But in that time almost never did a painting for a friend or for even for family members. It was always doing a painting strictly for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever did. I did a few commission paintings, but even then it was something that I had done originally for myself and someone had wanted to buy. That's typically the only time I ever sold a painting was in that instance. Never went out and said, oh, would you like to buy this? It was someone... Someone would message me or someone would ask me like in person, oh, is this, is that painting that you have? Like, are you interested in selling that? And I was like, well, yeah. How much are you willing to buy it for? (laughs) Yeah. You know, it means a lot to me. What does it mean to you? Mm. Big question. To you, it could be worth a hundred dollars. To me, it's worth $600. Are you willing to pay what it's worth to me? Potentially, but most of the time, probably not. You know, that's, that's a big thing. That is, I, I like the way you said that, right? How much is it? It's worth a lot to me. How much is it worth to you? 
Mm-hmm. Right, that's the whole thing with the logo, right? When you're talking about that person, it's like, well, you know, if this is a logo and branding for yourself and you want to come off as professional and qualified and you want to get work and you want to look good, don't you want to, if it's for you, you know, and you want it to promote you, don't you want it to be good and like proper, not like it just looks good kind of thing, you know, you like, would, yeah, you would think obviously, yeah, there's situations where, well, I don't have the money right now, so I can't pay for like a professional designer. I, I get that, you know, totally I, understandable. totally understandable, but also it's like, you know, do you, what do you want showing you? Mm-hmm. You know, if, do you want something that just someone who kind of knows art and like can just make something look good? Or do you want someone who's like actually researched into you and, you know, spent time thinking about the best way to portray you in a symbol? Do something with intent. Right? Like how much do you want it to be worth to you? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you know, do you want it to, to you, do you want the worth just to be a a nice looking logo? Yeah. That friends look at and are like, oh, that looks nice. Who did that? Oh, someone I know. Or do you want, mm-hmm. you know, professionals to look at it and be like, no, that actually is pretty clever. Like, that looks good. And this looks this very professional. This looks mm-hmm. very professional. Yeah, let's do something, you know. let's. I'll give you a chance. This looks, you look like you're already got a brand. And established. You're, you know, you're established. And, you know, that that's the worth that, you know, and it YouTube goes tutorials like subconsciously. do not <laughs> You know? Yeah, YouTube tutorial won't teach it, and it kind of goes just subconsciously. Like, you notice when the logo looks bad and it doesn't look professional, but mm-hmm. when it does look professional, you kind of just get it. You don't have to yeah. think. You don't have to be like, oh, who is this person again? You just get it. And even if, like, say for students, for example, most likely are not in a position where they can shell out five, six hundred bucks and do a brand identity package where they get a main logo and then a logo type and then a little and then like a logo mark developed for themselves that they can use on their on their copyright or their branding and probably don't have the money to exude on even just developing a color palette that they're truly happy with or symbols that they can use in their work probably don't have the money to do that so then question becomes do you pay $600 or do you pay $60 for someone to do a mediocre job as opposed to paying someone $60 to do a mediocre job why don't you just make it as simple as possible it's literally just your name yeah and just go with that until you reach a point where you can invest in it and if you make it simple enough if you almost don't give anything to someone to criticize, they can't criticize you for it. If it's just your name in Helvetica Medium or Helvetica Bold, mm. it's like, say, Dylan Torville Photo and Video. Dylan Torville, bold, capital letters at the top, photo and video, spaced out, smaller point font, say, medium 25% weight. medium weight, exactly. Yeah. You can't you can't knock that because it is ridiculously simple. It it's just written out. That's what a lot of people do. That's like, you know, a lot of like, know fashion designers just their name yeah right that's all you need michael kors louis vuitton you almost gucci you almost don't even need gucci's a person isn't he 
Sure. I don't probably probably I don't know I don't know, but um, like it's it's as simple as your name and if anything maybe even spending money to get someone to develop a mediocre logo may hurt you. Yeah. You know, and until you get to the point where you you have a portfolio of work, whether that's graphics, logos, photography, design, like products and stuff, that's kind of beside the point. But once you get that developed, maybe then you reach a point where you start put, attaching a symbol to your name. Like, I don't have a symbol to my name, you know? Yeah. I, I don't, don't have a symbol I to have your name. The closest thing I have a symbol of is like the little, what is it, little favicon or something on the website? Yeah. Is it favicon or something? Favicon sounds familiar. Isn't that what it's called? I don't really know what it means. I don't know. It's like just the icon, the small icon on a website. Like in the mm. in the browser bar, like the little mine's just oh, a okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. black background. It says ZW in like Helvetica bold or something. Mm. Like heavy. It's just it's just my face. It's just conceited. Just ZW, right? Like that's the close thing, but like because why actually I think why? I have a uh outlined DT initial yeah. thing. Something like that, yeah. S- spaced infrequently throughout my stuff. Yeah. But even then, that was literally like two minutes in Illustrator. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's what we're trying to say is if you're not a designer, make friends with a designer early on and then ask mm-hmm. them <laughs> for favors yes. while they're in exploit school, them. exploit them, and then later you can pay them back and have a good relationship kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Or I would and say if you like- don't know any designers, go with the path of least resistance. Just write your name and what you do in the simplest thing. That or like, I'm sure people- listening would be like you know well i've seen some pretty good youtube tutorials you know i can i can do it and it's, that's true i found some good ones there's i think there's probably 75 percent of them are bad but that's 25 yeah. is actually pretty good and then, and then there's that like one percent of like videos in each kind of category that are just nail it right and there's mm-hmm. one uh, on youtube i think it's like satori graphics or something like that english guy and makes really good videos nice like animated kind of transition videos and it on different graphic design um topics and it's i like the way because he doesn't the way he makes the video isn't like let me teach you this you know i'm expecting you to have no idea what any of this means and like let's baby mm-hmm. you and like you know 10 tricks to make a killer logo that'll make you thousands of dollars it's not like that it's like yeah. it, it seems like it's for designers or for students and stuff like that right Oh, and cool. some of the stuff, I mean, I think I sound like know it all, but again, we did go through a whole program on it. All of like the techno stuff, it's like, okay, yeah, I remember learning that. Like we have learned it, but there's, there's some things where he, he does talk about, you know, research and you know, understanding the brand and making sure mm-hmm. it's not just something that looks good to you, but it actually um, helps the brand, right? Convey yeah. their goal, their um, idea of, you know, what they want the brand to be and, their vibe and whatever their motto kind of thing um i feel like a lot of people overlook that like we did in first year when a teacher's like well you gotta think or like when odin would be like you gotta when you're doing your work it's gotta involve elements and principles of design and you're going through Mm -hmm. the list and you're like i gotta put a hierarchy in mind how artsy farty does that sound what does that even mean and then you and then you yeah you're like oh i'm gonna go through and add all these like how pretentious do i sound and then you do something and you realize why does mine look like crap and you're like well critique it 
oh yeah it doesn't have any of these and then when you start kind of at first you're kind of you know on purpose like really looking at the list and you're like hey i'm gonna try put this in here and use this and this and then that and it gets to the point where it's kind of natural right you can see like okay hierarchy you know you know all that stuff rhythm and whatever and um i feel like there's a videos that where people like don't they look over that thinking it's just artsy like oh you don't need to do this it's just like to make it look professional and then they look over mm-hmm. that and that's why their work mm-hmm. looks like shit and it's like yeah no like we, we went through four years of not thinking it was important and then realizing it was important and having to go through that you know that's that's the difference we are not the same <laughs> we are not the same humans you know i don't know maybe i don't know i wonder are we being maybe we're over baking it maybe, maybe some people are going to be like well you know jesus christ something I, just broke downstairs i don't know i need to leave yeah same i need my i need we need our own house ideally do, do you think people would be like well i you know i'm i do better work than you and i haven't gone to school i'm sure there are but like well that's totally the case there's always anomalies you know you know but also it's like absolutely well, what have you done kind of thing i don't know yeah like but i mean like are are you consistent with that is it something you're you're genuinely interested or do you just happen to be good at it you know exactly and it, it's another thing too i don't know about you but like this kind of paralyzes me a little bit the thought of this but it's like not designing for designers but designing with designers in mind of like yeah yeah i'm I'm gonna design this logo obviously for the client client's happy it conveys Mm -hmm. the brand well it looks good it's technically good it's good design Mm -hmm. but is another experienced designer or another designer gonna look at this and rip this apart and call me a noob or something right so it's like but it's like, you know, I'm trying to remember what I said. I just lost my train of thought. But it was like, with doing that in mind, is is that kind of like, um, I totally just lost my train of thought. You're like designing designing for designers. I, I don't know but where I was designing trying to s- not for designers. Well, I'm scared that they would rip it apart. You know, if you design this thing with a designer in mind, even though it's for the, the client, the client likes it. But you've put a bit of a designery motif into it. Could someone else look at that and rip it apart because maybe it doesn't? It's all the alcohol. Oh yeah, fit, no, it's just it like it doesn't fit the client. Yeah, it was maybe. like that's the difference, right? People are just doing it because they haven't been, you know, formally trained or something like, and they do that. They don't think, they don't worry about that. Whereas, like, I feel like I do. So that's kind of, I'm not gonna just do random work and like you know half-ass it kind mm-hmm. of thing. Whereas, mm-hmm. like. I don't know, someone who hasn't gone through school doesn't really get that idea of critiquing. So they just like, this looks yeah. good. I want my 400 bucks and here's a logo. And it's like, well. I've, I've learned, to, I've, I've started to learn to think of things and look at things and through that type of a lens now where before my default would have been if something looks cool, it's it's great and it's fine because it looks cool. But School has definitely, and even through this, through the conversations we have, has really taught me to be more analytical when I look at something and not be so quick to jump to a conclusion about how Mm. I feel about something and actually spend the time, look at it, kind of study it, understand what's going on, and then run through my head of what's the most important thing that I'm looking at. Is there 
is there contrast? What do I see first? Where's my eye going? What do I get? What vibe do I get from this thing that I'm looking at? Whereas before it was very instinctive, like, oh, that looks cool. Well, again, that's yeah. not the whole third eye thing, right? That Catherine exactly. talked about in first year and we're all like, you're crazy. And then by the end of fourth year, like, you're not crazy. I totally see what you mean. You're not crazy. Oh, excuse me. And that's kind of the same thing that like, you know, tutorials or whatever on YouTube don't teach that mm -hmm. because you can't teach that through a video. You have to, you know, like we did go through four years of school where yeah. you're, where the teachers, the profs are chiseling this into your mind every every critique you know that was one every of the best day. things odin's ever done for us was i don't care what you like why mm. is this bad or why is this good mm. like critique it and don't you don't say i like it or i like blue so i like this or oh i like curved things so i like this it was like no here's your list don't of elements and principles like you know tell me why this is bad or good design or maybe mm -hmm. there's elements of both, like, but why? Like, go, you know, you like it, that's great, but I don't care. Yeah, be objective, be objective for a little bit and critique. And that was, you got to be able to critique your own work like that, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people Def haven't gone through that, don't understand that. Yeah. And that's kind of what you don't get from you. That's definitely what you don't get from YouTube videos. You can't necessarily learn to be truly objective through a youtube video because no one's challenging you you're watching you're choosing to watch the video you're choosing yeah. when to turn it off or when to switch to a video of cats falling down the stairs right mm -hmm. but unless you're in school and you're actively learning that you kind of don't have a choice you have to learn that or you have to at least entertain that if you don't then well that's kind of your problem but if you do you'll probably get something out of it you'll probably pay attention which is exactly what we did yeah you know, it's kind of the nice thing. Look at you taking a swig. Are you done that yet? It's got to be warm by no. now. No, no, still cold. It's cool. It was cool. ice cold when I started, so it was. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, you know, it's getting there. You're approaching. Though. You're approaching the bottom of your drink. Approaching though. room temperature. Approaching. Ooh, something about room temperature beer that just really tips me it's off. Not, it's not beer like, though. I'd rather not. It's it's um a smashed tea. So it's like a Ooh. gin smash, but it's iced tea. Whoa. So it's iced tea with gin. I you guess want me to get your a, purse for you as well? A more I'll send you your purse in the mail? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy. 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 Easy, Tiger. Easy. Simmer down. Simmer down. No, all jokes aside. That was a very intense episode. That went nowhere where I, I had an idea at the very beginning yeah, I was really that I meant to get into. Going off on... People who call themselves artists and designers without really going to school. Damn. Angry. Do you think someone can still be an artist without going to school, though? Yeah, which might go against the whole rant I just had. Well, that's yes. what I'm saying, though. There's, there's, It's circumstantial. Yeah, like, you know. But again, like, you see all these, like, Renaissance painters back in the day. Like, they went to school, a lot of them. Like, they were they were taught, not necessarily school, but they were an apprentice. They like, were they trained. Were, they, they were, were trained. trained. Like, there's certain things that you... And some people just naturally get it. Like some people mm -hmm. naturally just understand proportion. Like they can look at a drawing of a human and be like, yeah, that looks good. Or like, no, the forearm is too long or, yeah. And they just get that, you know, they can just have, they, some people naturally have the eye for that. 
and some people don't and some people have a good eye for color and they can see like some people put two colors together and think it looks good and people are what are you talking about and then other people just can just put colors together you know Mm -hmm. so it's it, it depends right like i'm not saying you have to go to school or whatever like but it's I I would say just put the time into learning everything about it. Don't half-ass it yeah. because you yeah. piss off the people that did put the time into learn everything about it. You know, yeah. like doing it an hour a week doesn't like really no. Qualify. There's there's a lot of thing. That's the thing. It doesn't qualify. Like there's a lot of things that you know. It's exactly what Bruce would say to us in 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 auto where we watch car car sketch videos and. You know, be like, yeah, it's a great sketch, and the guy's good, and whatever. But like, they're not talking in the video; they're just you're just watching someone sketch, and it's like, that's good, but they're not like really talking about what why they're doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And there's other that's that's not what you're you're not paying for the what at school; you're paying for that why. Yeah, because it's deeper. Because you can't learn that in thirty minutes. That's a four no. hour. That, sorry, a four year endeavor right there at least. Like that's a, you know, that learning that why you do this over this in Mm -hmm. art or design is what you're paying for and what you're spending time to learn that's why the painting renaissance masters it took years for them to get to that point it's not just they learned how to put paint on a canvas but they they learned why they do it in this way and not that way and why those colors work with that and why what those techniques work over that like that why mm-hmm. is what takes a long time, you know? Like, there's a lot of things that videos, a lot of other things videos don't teach, like coming up with a logo and the amount of t- time I see people doing like art or design stuff and they just like, oh, I'll come up with a logo for a buddy's company or something. And they do, yeah. they draw something real quick and then they go with it because their buddy's being nice and like, yeah, that looks great because it's better mm-hmm. than what they can do. And it's like, you're going with the first idea that just came out of your head? That's like, if yeah. I did that in school, if I like one week, I came, you know, it was ideation week and I came to Catherine. And I was like, here's my one idea. I'm just going to go with this one. I'll get slapped. <laughs> like, yeah, she would physically, she'd castrate you. Because that's, that's not what you do. You just shut out hundreds of other ideas that are probably better. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? You have to fill up a wall of logos before you pick the one. Like that's you just have to make a hundred bad ones before you make one good one. Exactly. Those hundred bad ones lead to that one final good one that you go with. You have Very to do true. those hundred first before you can like, don't. So, you know, it's those things. Maybe we've been a bit harsh on it, but I know there's like maybe a bit, but I just, I think it's, it's not because we're cynical, but it's, I mean, sometimes people piss me off, but I know a lot of people that aren't going to school for it or just do art or design in their own time. Design's a bit different because it's more of like a, you're trying to make money from it whereas art is a little bit yeah. more like i want to be creative and like if someone wants to buy it that's great kind of thing so like yeah. that's a bit different like but like you know go for it just put everything into it don't half-ass mm-hmm. it because you're gonna piss me off because <laughs> because i get yes. this is what i'm passionate about right so like i when i see people half-assing it and claiming mm-hmm. you know that's like i'm not pissed because you're taking my job i'm pissed because you're not doing it right and like you know, if you did if you did it right, I wouldn't be pissed. I'd be like, nice, damn, okay. You did that oh, without yeah. going to school. Great. But like the fact that you didn't do it right, but you think it's good and you're trying to make money from it is like, 
no, you're trying to scam us. Like you're making yeah, us look bad, yeah. you know, like then, because then all the people doing that and then you, a client comes to you, I want a logo and you're a real design. You're like, it's going to be this much. And like, but like, I've always got it done for 60 bucks. It's like, what? Well, you no. got it done shittily. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to, do you want something good? Do you want to make money? Do you want the, it's like, here, let me, let me crap a turd real quick and give that to you. There's your, there's your new logo. Do, do, do you want 60 bucks? Do you want your, do you want the design on your shirt? The logo? Do you want to sell shirts? Do you yeah. want to, do you want a brand that all your friends look at and be like, oh, you're starting a brand. I can tell, mm-hmm. you know, it looks like you're looks from garbage. high school or, or it looks like you're, trying to start this and this or do you want something that looks like pe- even the people that know you look at and are like i had no idea you could do this like what like mm-hmm. damn okay like you know what That's depends what's what, what what's worth more to you right 60 bucks or something that looks genuinely very good to not just the consumers the yes, mortals everybody but to the mortals but to the designers as well right yeah. to people that actually know what they're doing right that's big in, ev- in every industry the people who know that's why i guess i shouldn't get too pissed off about it because i'm like you know they're gonna take the jobs they're getting paid for all this the people that really want a good design like design work done for them and the people that like actual good designers that understand what good design is like they see right through all that anyways so yeah pretty easy <laughs> It's, Look at you getting all getting all and heated up. It's, the alcohol's getting in me, and you talk to me about my passion. I'm gonna get a bit uh, a bit flustered, a bit, feisty. A bit, a bit, a bit fe- feisty, feisty because you know I care about totally it. Totally understand. You know I, I'm I'm weird in the way to a lot of people where, yeah, you know, sounds silly, but like we, you know, I'm out with friends or something. Talking about going out is weird because it seems like it's just not it's illegal. not allowed anymore it's illegal it's weird it's like it technically we, is illegal. we used to we used to go out <laughs> but yeah, you know you go day. with friends and i'm i'm like, like you know they're talking or doing something and trying to get my attention or say something i'm like what and they're like what are you doing and it's like i'm just looking at like the way like the chair kind of is put together here is really cool and they're like what you weird unit. like you're weird like you're, you're but you don't think this book cover looks really cool it's like no but like <laughs> you know read the books like i don't want to read it i just want to look at the cover look at the pictures. you know it's don't you, don't you think this is like this little line on the on the phone is like really cool what like, what do you mean who cares what do you it's mean? like what i care about? this is for me this is what i like totally understandable if you are as passionate about design as zach is send us an email to hide out the presses podcast at gmail.com maybe you can maybe you and him can get super feisty and fiery together about passionate stuff yeah if you're like the next Dita Rom's design god and you haven't gone to school and you just came out of the womb like with a turtleneck and glasses and <laughs> and uh I don't know a ball of whiskey and a cigar I'm trying to think of what designers look like if you come out of the Lonely. womb with like black clothing kind of ob- obscure tattoos glasses and like mm-hmm. a black skull cap type woolly hat and yeah. like a pen and a pencil or a pen in your back pocket, then like, you know, let Call us know, send it, send us something you've done. That's like that's that. Cool. And maybe prove me wrong on my giant rant. I don't know. Yeah. But Zach, in the meantime, what's our Instagram? The process underscore underscore podcast. Check it out. And yes, please. There's check actual it out. design stuff on there. 
Yes, creative stuff, cool things. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back here tomorrow. Catch you later, folks. Peace.